Welcome to the Progress Your Health podcast with your hosts, Dr. Robert Mackey and Dr. Valerie Davidson, a husband and wife team who specialize in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and functional medicine. They're here to help you lose weight, balance hormones, and age gracefully. It's their mission to motivate, educate, and empower you to take your health to the next level. And now your hosts, hormone experts, Dr. Mackey and Dr. Davidson. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Progress Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Mackey. And I'm Dr. Davidson. Uh, so we're back in the swing of things. Uh, we're just going to kind of dive right back in. Now, this time we have a question from Tammy. Uh, this is relatively pretty short, but uh, you and I have actually had a couple of recent experiences with the, uh, with the estradiol patch. So once you just, well, let's just dive right in. Why don't you go ahead and read the question? And like we've said on other podcasts, we want to say is we always change everybody's names. We get lots of email questions from people. So we're really trying to get to try to get to as many of them as we can. So we really love that you're sending in those questions, but know that we do change any kind of personal information and all that jazz. So, okay. So this one is from quote unquote, Tammy. Hi, recently I read your article about estriol. I'm currently using a biased progesterone vaginal cream, but it's compounded and it's expensive. I could use an estradiol patch and prometrium and would this in this therapy could be much more affordable would I expect a big change in that. Yeah, right. So her question she's using right now she's using a compounded bias progesterone vaginal cream which based on our last episode and we're not sure about the bias vaginal part uh, we'll kind of kind of segue back into that a little bit just as a refresher. Uh, so her question is, can she switch completely the types of prescriptions to the estradiol patch, also called the Vivel patch? Or a combi patch. There's a few different names. Yeah, yeah, different. Now, now they have the generic. So Vivel was around, but now they have generic. So yeah. just estradiol patch. Yeah. But still, uh, they're all still basically estradiol. Comes in a couple of different, which seems like, and this is what we're going to talk about, which seems like a relatively low dose 0 0.025, 0 0.05, 0 0.075. Uh, and then of course, Prometrium. Prometrium is a commercially available progesterone, uh, instant release progesterone. That's something key that we'll kind of get to in a second. Uh, so tell me your thoughts, Dr. Davidson. Well, she's using it as a vaginal cream and she's using a bias. We don't know what the dose is because a bias is a combination of estradiol which is very strong, um, but it's awesome, but it's strong. And then estriol, which is one of the weaker estrogens, but it's really nice and gentle and good for so many things. So it's nice to have that combination of the estradiol and the estriol, but we don't know what the dose is. Uh, and same with the progesterone that's mixed in there with the cream to put up, you know, in the, you know, the vaginal area. So we don't know what the dose is on that either. But just to tell you from experience using vaginal creams, especially with biased is it's probably not a very high dose. So she's probably using an 80-20 ratio, 80% estriol to 20% estradiol combination in that biased. So it's probably not super high. You know, and when you put it on vaginally, it yeah, does probably go- Probably like one milligram, something uh, like that. Yeah, it could even be up to three, maybe even three and a half, four milligrams, sometimes even five. And I, that I'm sure it's not anywhere close to that. I know, but I usually, use, you know, I use so many different doses and usually not too low, but- um, Anyway, uh, that yeah, that biased I would say is, in some ways, is is great, but it is not going to be anything near what an estradiol patch is. An estradiol patch is like a shotgun, where this would be more like I don't know, 
like a dart, you know, it's like, like bringing in a huge tank and trying to, you know, hit a small mark. It's that estradiol. And like Dr. Mackey said, is when you look at the doses on the milligrams, you think, oh wait, the estradiol, it's like, you know, 0.25 or 0.05. You think, that's not a lot of estrogen compared to this bias that looks like it's at one milligram or three milligrams, but it is like apples and oranges and estradiol patch is always so much more stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we had a recent, uh, a couple of uh, cases as of late uh, with the Vivel patch. And that's the one that has the, the really low, what appears to be really low dosing. And you and I are just having a conversation about that because you're trying to transition someone to BHRT. Uh, you know, either a biased or something. We'll get to that in a second. And, uh, you know, I kind of nailed you down. Like, so what is the equivalent of the, let's say the 0.075 Vivel patch, which is the strongest one they make, which again, appears like it's like, it's less than one milligram, right? Less than one milligram. But now translating that to a biased dose. And I asked you, I've kind of put you on the spot. What would you equivalent that to, to a biased dose? Oh, I would go... So an 80-20 ratio of of 80% estriol, 20% estradiol. I don't even know if I would use an 80-20 because that estradiol patch is so strong. But if you were due to the 80-20, gosh, I I mean, I'd be close up to like 8 to 10 milligrams, you know? Of the 80-20. Yeah, but whenever I've, honestly, whenever I've switched anybody from a Vivelle patch or an estradiol patch, I usually go higher on the estradiol component because you've got to match, in some ways, bridge that, that I'll actually start with a 50-50 ratio of 50% estradiol. So you have more estradiol in that biased and 50% of the estriol. And then later, once the body gets used to it, then you bring it down. Same thing with birth control pills. Uh, you know, I have had women walk into my office and they're almost 50 years old and they're still on birth control pills. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is, uh, we don't agree with that at all, but uh, that sometimes that's the only tool that uh, their doctor, you know, uh, wants to use to control their hormones. Uh, And yeah, we just don't like that idea at all. But that's pretty strong too. So trying to bridge that over, that's why sometimes bioidentical hormones or biased gets a little bit of a bad rap because people say, oh yeah, I tried, it didn't work. I felt awful. And that was only because they were probably underdosed. Yeah. Which is the thing that the trend that we see all the time is that everybody that comes to us with these questions, the dosage, the dosages that they're using are are so minuscule that of course, if they go from a commercial prescription, like with a patch or something along those lines, and they go to bioidentical hormones, you have to switch and increase at the same time, right? So you have to overcompensate. Uh, If you try to match up milligrams, which I know a lot of doctors try to do, they try to match up milligrams, or at least, you know, sort of, uh, then it's like going backwards. That woman's going to always feel worse. Uh, now, in this case, she's going from biased. Uh, now, she's also on a biased combo progesterone cream. Don't love that idea either, right? We don't necessarily care to do that, keeping them both in the same prescription. Yeah, it's more convenient. It's probably a little cheaper, but we would separate those. The progesterone, uh, of course, gets turned into a capsule. And then the bias would just be more of a systemic cream. Uh, like I said, like we always recommend applying it to the, you know, to your inner thigh or something like that. And not to get into like all pricing and numbers and how much this costs and where this comes from and how much this costs. But I do think when you combine all three together, so the estriol, the estradiol and the progesterone, so basically a bias and a progesterone together, I think that's a little bit more, um, it, I think it costs a little bit more to actually put all three together where a lot of pharmacies already have that bias separated out. And then if you do a capsule, it probably wouldn't cost her 
much more, maybe even less using, you know, just a biased cream and then a progesterone capsule that, so that I would say would probably, if she's looking at some changing something in this regard, that would probably be a, a better way to do it. Um, just because some progesterone cream is not very strong when you're working with a perimenopause or a menopausal female, that the capsules are a little bit stronger and you have a little bit more effect to prevent um, any kind of bleeding or endometrial hyperplasia in the uterus. And at the same time, progesterone capsules seem to have a little bit of better effect on sleeping and on mood and kind of hair, skin and nails. So with, um, with Tammy, you know, I would look at that. I know she's looking at trying to do that estradiol patch. She is not going to feel good on that estradiol patch. That's going to be so much estrogen. And like I said, estradiol, estrogen is the best hormone in the whole world. It's amazing. She has so many effects on our system, but too much, she can be a runaway train. You put an estradiol patch on someone that's been on a biased, I hate to say it, a lot of times they usually gain about six pounds because estradiol loves to grow things. Um, so usually you'll see about six pounds. They kind of feel a little extra stimulated, sometimes a little anxious, um, just kind of bluesy and anxious at the same time. It's almost like per- yeah, almost like permanent PMS. It's like I mm-hmm. feel like a 14-year-old with permanent PMS. Yeah, right, right. And not to mention the Prometrium. The Prometrium has plenty of its own issues as well. Some women do okay on it, but the majority of women do not tolerate Prometrium very well. Uh, so... Uh, you know, like I said, uh, we would never switch one of our patients. We would never switch them to um, from bias and a progesterone capsule to the patch and to Prometrium. We would just wouldn't do it, uh, just because we know from experience that they just more than likely would not feel very good. Uh, now, understand the financial aspect of that. Certainly, uh, compound pharmacies, a lot of that uh, insurance companies do not cover it. Uh, you know th- that. Um, maybe you need to find a new insurance company. I don't know. Um, you know, um, but, uh, you know, to be, to make that shift, uh, the results are going to be very unpredictable to say the least. I mean, maybe who knows, maybe she could tolerate it just fine. Um, but there's a reason why we don't use those two things, the estradiol patch and Prometrium, because women just typically across the board, um, very few women can actually respond well to that. They, you know, they just don't do as well as what we typically do, which is with the bias, which is weaker in some respects, right? It's, uh, it's not as strong or as powerful, but in some ways, that's the benefit of it, that it's not as strong. So uh, more women have uh, you know, more tolerance to it, and they eventually feel better. Yeah, we don't know a whole lot of logistics about Tammy, like, is she 47? Is she 55? You know, how, you know, what are her, you know, what is she, she's using a vaginal cream, so... Some people like like it more vaginally. It does help with atrophy. Is that what we're working on? Is more atrophy, dryness, or are we working on more of the menopausal symptoms? So it kind of, you know, not knowing a lot of that logistics, but I would say just from her going on that really nice, weak, gentle, vaginal, biased progesterone cream to something so strong with the permetrium and the estradiol patch, it's going to be a huge jump in hormones, like a huge jump. And even the Prometrium, I have a few patients, you know, I, I do have a, quite a few patients on Prometrium and they do great. And I have a quite a, quite a, quite a, quite a lot of that aren't on it because they would never do well on Prometrium, but Prometrium only comes in two doses, a hundred and 200 and it's instant release. And sometimes that might be too strong for somebody where when you're doing the compounded, you could make anything, you could make a half a microgram change if you want to. You can, anything you conceive, you can create. That's why in some ways we love compounding pharmacies because doing bioidentical hormone replacement is not, you know, one, you know, one size fits all. It's almost like an art or a dance where you have to create this sort of um, treatment plan for this person, but then you create a completely different plan for somebody else. 
Yeah, that, you know, when it comes to hormone therapy, I mean, uh, maybe we're preaching to the choir or certainly, you know, I'm preaching to you, uh, not intended, but, uh, you, you know, you, you cannot, you cannot address women that are dealing with these kind of hormonal issues in a, uh, in a uh, uh, revolving door kind of fashion where every woman gets the same treatment. It just doesn't work. You know, there's so many different nuances and every woman's life is different and every woman has different sensitivities. Uh, so there has to be that level of individuality that is brought into that. Uh, and just using, you know, yeah, granted, uh, the, the, estri- uh, the, the patch in the Prometrium is easy and simple, but it just limits options if you run into problems. Uh, and I, you know, there, that's why we don't use it because more than likely this would cause some problems, at least for the, the 80% of our patients, right? Do not use it. There's a small segment on both ends of the standard bell curve, uh, that are going to be able to tolerate that, but those are few and far between. So, uh, yeah, you, I would expect some kind of a change. Uh, you know, uh, if, uh, um, I can't predict exactly like you can't predict either, like exactly what she would experience. But like I said, it's, it's she probably st- gained some weight. She probably gained about six pounds, depending on person's body type. Usually it ends up being about six to 12, depending on, you know, what size they are to begin with. And she probably feel bloated. She probably feel a little bit kind of grumpy and moody and bluesy. Like I said, she'll probably f- in some ways going to that high a dose, depending on, like I said, is she 47 or is she 57? You know, how long, right. what, you know, where are her hormone levels to begin with? But, you know, do whenever somebody has too much estrogen and their est- I would put her she would jump into that estrogen dominant that she, and then with that extra prometrium that's a little bit strong she would just feel kind of like a like I said a moody 14 year old nobody <laughs> wants to feel like that <laughs> right 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 uh, so this one was relatively pretty fast uh, you know um, a kind of a quick answer but again also I think very important because what she was on just needs to be tweaked just a little bit. Uh, and that would actually probably be, uh, you know, uh, worthwhile and maybe even raising that bias dose, you know, um, estrogen, as you say, is the best hormone in the world. You know, estrogen is what makes a woman a woman. The more of it she has, the better she feels. Except in the case of the estradiol patch. Except <laughs> in the case of the estradiol patch. Bioidenticals, yes, uh, to some extent. And we'll talk more about uh, rhythmic dosing versus static dosing later. That's where that conversation really uh, gets teased out a little bit. Um, but the estradiol patch, even though it's stronger, doesn't, you know, and you're, you know, I just contradicted myself in saying that um, more estrogen is always good. But that estradiol patch just is a little different. It's just a little bit too strong. It would be maybe too much too fast, you know, and does she really need that much? And and I would say, you know, I know, hey, we, we got financial concerns. Everybody's got their budget. So, I, you know, for Tammy, I would talk to her practitioner a little bit, you know, and a lot of times even talking with the pharmacy, they give you discounts if you do, you know, if you fit, you know, if you fill three months at a time. So once you get the dose that fits for you and you know you're going to be util- utilizing that for a, a while, you could get maybe more at once and then they get a discount. You can change up some of the, you know, maybe not sometimes those vaginal creams are a little bit more expensive than doing the topicals on just, you know, like the inner thigh. So there's lots of options, you know, you just need to just kind of coordinate and talk to the compounding, you know, the compounding pharmacy or the practitioner and just coordinate something. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this is, uh, you know, this is a really good one, uh, because we do get these kind of, um, you know, questions about commercial therapy in trying to replicate commercial therapy with bioidentical hormone therapy. And it just doesn't work that well, which is why we, again, you know, not to beat a dead horse, Mm -hmm. but that's why we don't typically use them very often. So, uh, if you have any more questions, as always, uh, our email is help at progressurehealth.com, help at progressurehealth.com. Feel free to send us an email. It comes right to my inbox. Uh, I do screen them, uh, you know, 
for the most part, I'm kind of, because we get so many, I do have to pick and choose. Uh, so, uh, you know, sorry, sorry about that. We can't get to every, every question, but we're doing our we're best. Trying. <laughs> yeah, we're doing our best to try to keep up. But hopefully by answering Tammy's question and everybody else's question, there's some overlap. So other people still get their question answered in some kind of roundabout sort of way. And to be honest, if you send one email and you really want an answer, send it again. Uh, you know, not to make it uh, complicated or anything like that. But like I said, the inbox is uh, you know, definitely filling up, which we appreciate because that means all of you are listening. Uh, we, are, we are giving you some information that is hard to find. We know that it's hard to find which is why we're doing the podcast in the first place, because you can search the internet long and hard, and to find these kind of nuanced kind of answers is very difficult, uh, which is where this idea came from in the first place, to do a podcast just like this, uh, so you can find those answers, so you can become, let's be honest, this day and age of the 21st century, uh, you know, information's everywhere, and patients are very savvy, have done their research, they're very educated when they go into the doctor's office. Uh, and this is a way that we can help with that. And everyone kind of expands their knowledge base so you can make the best informed decisions for yourself and, and your family for that reason. So uh, we appreciate all your, uh, all your reaching out and we'll do our best to try to facilitate as much as we can. Uh, Dr. Davidson, do you have anything else to add about Tammy's question? No, no, I just appreciate everybody that's writing in. Yeah, so uh, one little plug, the book is coming out. Uh, Dr. Davidson wrote a book called mm -hmm. The Perimenopause Plan. Uh, it's not quite formatted and designed properly yet. We're kind of in the final stages of that. We'll keep you up to date. Uh, just, uh, you know, excited about it. Uh, and as always, uh, you know, um, uh, for now, uh, until next time, I'm Dr. Mackey. And I'm Dr. Davidson. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Progress Your Health podcast. If you like what you've heard on this podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes. This allows us to spread our message, grow our audience, and help more people around the world. For more information, visit our website at ProgressYourHealth.com.